Welcome to episode 26 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In the previous episode, 25, Dave Seymour, CEO of Freedom Venture Investments, was our guest. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They're approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. In today's episode 26, our guests are Stephen Timmy and Melody Astley of Finlistics. Finlistics provides insight-led selling with a financial perspective. Stephen Timmy is founder and president of Finlistics. Over the past two decades, Finlistics has helped dozens of companies and thousands of sales professionals better serve their clients by boosting their knowledge of finance, relative metrics, and how their solutions relate to business goals and challenges. He has stated, buying executives want insight not only into how a seller solution can help them achieve goals and implement initiatives, but how much value they can create. It's no longer enough to recite a solution's features, functions, and superlatives from sales brochures. Sales professionals need to understand how their company solutions will affect their client's bottom line. Finlistics Insight-Led Selling provides the business, industry, and financial insights needed to speak the buyer's language. Melody Astley is the Chief Revenue Officer at Finlistics. She started her sales career with IBM. At Finlistics, she helps B2B sales and marketing teams build financial fluency and business acumen skills that last a career. Their mission is clear, speaking the language of business, finance. Business models and technologies come and go, but the language of business stands the test of time. They enable sales and marketing teams to have a finance, industry-based discussion with their clients. They've proven that their clients prospect more effectively, build a stronger pipeline, and have more meaningful discussions with their clients' executives. It's all about the client, not about you or your company. Spending time to learn how your client operates and building relationships with them sets the stage for a long-term partnership. If you're not adding value to your clients, you're wasting your time and theirs. Be an expert. Know what you're talking about and know what you don't know. If you're asking your client to invest with you, it's only fair that you understand their financials. Financial acumen is a necessary skill to build relationships with nearly all executive decision makers. Now, from Finlistics, let's welcome Stephen, Timmy, and Melody Astley. Thank you. Hi, Brian. Glad to be here. Well, thank you very much. You know, I'm always interested in people's stories. Uh, Stephen, how did you decide to start Finlistics? That's a really, really good question, Brian. So my, my background is I was a professor of finance at several universities. And when I got my job, I decided that being a professor, I was not going to take a vow of poverty. So, uh, you know, you get to do consulting. I was very blessed to work with some really top-notch companies to see how they work internally. And really by almost luck, a friend of mine who was in sales said, you guys do all this cool stuff. Have you ever thought about you know, these models that you build and how you look at the company internally, have you ever thought about applying to sales, which I had not. So that's when I transitioned into sales, like really about the mid nineties thereabout. And uh, then we just continue to grow, get some big clients, you know, add on everything else. But really, really start off by my passion for finance, seeing how the companies worked 
And then someone saying, have you ever applied this to sales? And here we are today, 30-something years later. That's a great story. Uh, Melody, how about you? What was your path to becoming the chief revenue officer? My path was, well, I've always been in some kind of some kind of sales. And I started off my sales career right out of college at IBM and spent about 12 years there. And, and really, they have a second to none training background. They really do teach you the fundamentals and give you that foundation. And as part of their discipline around that, they use Finlistics. As an IBM seller, I used Finlistics successfully and came across Stephen in a training course. And we kind of stayed in touch, went and got my MBA, stayed around at IBM for a couple of years, and then ran across Stephen again. And he was looking for someone to help run sales and jumped on board with that. That was eight years ago last week. Crazy. Hard to believe that, isn't it? And since then, you know, continue to grow the company. I've also picked up marketing as well. So now I've got sales and marketing, and that's my path. So, Melody, what, what's your approach to help sales professionals to adopt an executive mindset by learning how executive buyers think? Well, there are a couple of key tenets in the book that are important as you think to orient, meaning a seller orients themselves around how the customer buys and not how the seller sells. That is so fundamental. The customer doesn't really care what you have. They care how you're going to help them. So in order for you to be able to articulate or for a seller to be able to articulate how they're going to help, they need to understand what the customer is up to. What are their goals? What are their strategies? What are the financial stakes that they put in and the outcomes that they need to achieve? And you do not have to have an MBA in finance to understand this stuff. It is just like any other muscle. It's like once you start to use and understand customer financials and how they compare to the peers and how different executives are comped, it just becomes natural in your sales motion. And it makes all the difference because you're going in and having a real conversation that matters and not just blathering on about a product. So Stephen, could you expand on building credibility by developing financially driven points of view? Yeah, I mean, th think think about it, Brian. I mean, the vast majority of the time, the only reason, one of the primary reasons why a customer is going to invest in your solution is you're either going to help me grow the business, help me sell more, help me better manage expenses, or help me better manage assets. It, it, it's really that simple. So what, what we do is say, all right, as Mel said, you don't need to be in, have an MBA in finance because in every industry, there's maybe two, three different key areas of performance that really drives the vast majority of the business so or the value of the business. So what we do is say, okay, what are those? Let's think about how, not how much, how are you going to help me improve revenues? How are you going to help me better manage operating expenses? How are you going to help me turn my inventories faster? So really help them understand how they help. And then once they have that knowledge, the numbers make a lot more sense, right? They can look at those numbers from the perspective of, well, I'm selling to manufacturing. I'm talk, talking to risk. I'm talking to marketing. And then the next step is to say, well, what are, what are some use cases? Brian, so you've been able to help drive revenues by helping companies improve cross-sell, upsell by X percent. So we take the approach of how and, and then the how much. And I, I was taught that years ago by a very well-known CFO who said, Stephen, don't lead with the numbers, please. Tell me how and then how much. So that, that's where we have that bent to help them build credibility. We're speaking with Stephen Timmy and Melody Ashley of Finlistics. Melody, how do you teach sales professionals to communicate 
with impact by speaking their buyer's language? Well, I teach them to develop a point of view early on. Again, one that is grounded in what the customer is trying to do, not in a product point of view. And come to the executive, do your research, absolutely, to, to build that point of view. And come with a curiosity, but also some authority behind your point of view that goes to show that I have done the research. I have really thought about your business. I am not going to be curious and ask you what keeps you up at night. The fact that that even is a question, <laughs> but how do you, uh, how do you build that point of view? And then say, based on some hypothesis or insights or research that I've done, I think one, two, or three things that I might be able to help you. Is this still on your priority list? And do you agree that this is something you want to explore that we might be able to help with? It's that easy. And just practice. I mean, practice and consistency. Stephen, you have a new book. You and Melody have a new book coming out today, Insight-Led Selling. How did you come up with the idea to write the book? Yeah, a, a couple of things is one, I mentioned earlier, I have a university background. And of course, there's always this giving knowledge is power. And I'm very passionate about finance. And I, I just know it can change people's lives. But, you know, we've been doing this for a while. And we get ask, asked a lot, do you guys have a book? What, what, can I, what can I read? Plus, we've, we've seen a lot, both in terms of, you know, interacting with sellers. And we're very, very fortunate that we get to interact with a lot of buying execs. And what they've said is that, 80% of the sellers, they're just like, they're saying, they don't understand my business. They don't tell me anything I don't know. And, you know, Melanie and I are very passionate about helping people and helping sellers. And we we're like, you know what, we're not going to, we're not going to put up with this anymore. We're going to get this book out. We're going to work with buying execs. We're going to work with sellers. And, you know, we're going to change that crummy 80%, maybe into 20%. So, Got very, very, very passionate about it. Melly has a great story about how we also started because of COVID, but Melody? Well, we've been threatening to, to write a book for some time, but to the point that, you know, and then everything gets in, in the way, right? I mean, business and business and business. And, and so we said, okay, we are either going to write this book or we are never, ever going to talk about it again. And we had explored some options and then COVID did hit. And so we said, got a lot more time at home. If there's now is the time. So that was our little COVID project. Who's your target audience with the book? B2B sales organizations, B2B marketing organizations, anyone with a with sales organization where they feel that the sellers need to be able to have a consultative sale, be able to manage a complex organization, show value to their solutions. It's not commodity-based pricing and someone who needs to call broader and higher within the organization. So that can be, when you think about that broad umbrella, that can be anyone from a practitioner, the frontline seller, to the sales leaders, to the marketing leaders, to sales enablement leaders who would more likely adopt a programmatic approach. That's who we are. That's who we're focused on. You probably already answered this question. What are the major takeaways when someone reads your book? I'll, I'll start off with that one. The, the, the one, Brian, and again, we interviewed about a dozen executives and we've worked with a lot. The number one takeaway was almost to the person, they said, tell me something I don't know. And, you know, I was really surprised by that because I haven't worked with a lot of executives. You know, they got consultants, they got big staffs and everything, and they, and they were serious. So the n- number one one to me is tell me something I don't know. Another big takeaway was, you know, now there's over 10 stakeholders in these big, like digital transformation or big projects and that. And they, 
have different initiatives. They have different ways they measure success. So you better you better <laughs> have a way to talk to the CMO a lot different than the, the VP of distribution and logistics. And then the other part that really got reinforced is that they said, hey, if we're publicly traded, we expect them to know how we're doing financially. Not give us a financial history lesson, but you know, if our margins are going down, they need to know about that. If our revenues are going up, they need to know about that. So those are those are my three key takeaways. Just to add to that, I said it earlier on, but it's worth pointing out. One is you do not have to be an MBA in finance to be able to have this language, right? The CMO in your customer does not have his or her MBA in finance, yet they're still speaking this language. If they can do it, you can do it. That's a huge takeaway. And there's a sea of information out there. So find the ways to really get to those insights quickly and relevantly. So that way you're making the most of your prep time and you're finding the things that matter most are the things that I would say. Insight-led selling points you right to where those things are. We're speaking with Stephen Timmy and Melody Ashley of Finlistics. Stephen and Melody, is there anything that I've not asked you that you'd like to add? The book comes out today, July 6th. So we're excited about that. You can find it on Amazon right away. And we're offering for the week of launch a special on the Amazon channel. So I encourage you to check that out. But you can also, if you're interested in what we're talking about, if you like what you're hearing, certainly buy the book, but please follow us. We have a lot of good content on our insightledselling.com website. You can follow us at finlistics.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn or Twitter or any of those channels. And we're putting out a lot of content like this that really helps sellers to keep that motion up of being effective and confident with, with their executive customers. And Brian, I'll add to that. The uh, In the book itself, it's, it's just not some hypothetical tips and tricks type thing. It's it's very meat and potatoes. And it, just, it doesn't just talk about, oh, here's how executives think. We, we actually give people insights and here's what they want to talk about, as well as, as Melody said, we have a lot of content. And so by getting the book, you'll have access to a lot of that content because we don't want people to have to reinvent the wheel when we already have. So they'll be able to download the, a lot of this content and start applying it. I mean, just just go do it. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. How can people get in contact with you? Follow us at finlistics.com. We're on LinkedIn. We are, you can visit us at our Insight-led selling website. Any one of those channels, all you have to do is put in Finlistics and you'll find us. Yeah, and uh, also info at finlistics.com. So that's another great way to get in touch. Terrific. Well, thank you once again very much for joining us today. Sure. Thank you. Great. Thanks, Brian. My sincere thanks to Stephen Timmy and Melody Astley for being our guest. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts. And feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you would like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest like Stephen and Melody, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts are released the first and third Tuesday each month. 
In the next episode, 27, we'll move back over to the financial column. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You're never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks. Thanks.